2: FOREVER!
0: Watch that. Watch this. Remember? The heavy,
1: yeah, that's uh, the madness. When they were like... Hey, you... Maybe the best intro to any song ever is just like, imagine them recording that album. Uh-huh. And they're like, hey, here's how this song's going to go. And then it's like, the record label is just like, so it's going to be these guys yelling for uh, for 30 seconds. Is at the head of this? Maybe we just get to the... <laughs> like, to the actual fun song. Not just a guy yelling at me about what's going to happen. No! Hey, you! Don't watch that.
0: Watch this. Did you think that maybe that was, like, a delivery guy came in in the middle of the session?
1: And they were just, like, jumping in the booth?
0: Or they got... It was, like, it was a live mic. Okay. And... Maybe they were watching the telly.
1: He might have been watching the match. You mean the foot, the footy, the footy Tot- match? They
0: were watching footy with the Tottenham totsters and the uh, Arsenal wankers.
1: And then he's like, "I want to watch Wogan."
0: <laughs> and he goes, hey, you
1: don't watch, don't watch, watch that. that. Don't watch, watch the Tottenham this Spurs. Spurs
0: versus the Arsenal wankers." I want to watch. What was it called?
1: Wogan, the talk show. Wogan.
0: Wogan, because the other because the other alternative is they are making fun of um, us, like that. They're like, "Hey, forget about it!" Like it's madness,
1: yeah. you know,
0: goofing on Americans.
1: What do they think we're just like uh, uh, goombas? Is that yeah. what that is? Like it's just like, oh, Hey,
2: do you?
1: Yeah, so madness. We're probably anti-Italian American.
0: (laughs) Here we go. Talk about talk about madness.
1: That is madness.
0: It is madness.
1: And you know what this is, Julie? Double threat.
0: Double threat.
1: This is double threat. This is our fun show, and we have a good time.
0: Have fun. Whether we like it or not.
1: Yeah, the thing is, we have fun, but you have fun when we have fun, and then we have fun because you're having fun. You said but
0: I meant I I thought you were gonna say and.
1: Oh, I'm because not sure you said how we have fun, but. Mm-hmm.
0: You go. We suck have an egg. fun
1: and, but. I'm not good. What, what do you call those? Conjunctions? Uh, they're
0: called conjunctivitis. Yeah. they're ca- Oh, yeah. I know what they're called. They're called this. They're called like, because when you do charades, you go like this. They're mm-hmm. like, I'm crushing your head. Okay. They're sure. Called those. Yeah. Doodads. I should have. You know what I regret is not reading more important books. Like, I should have been an English major. Mm-hmm. You're ever oh. bummed when you're like, I never read that book, and I never will. I but maybe I should. Maybe I can.
1: Maybe yeah, I can when, read. When people are like, oh yeah, it's like uh it's like a uh, uh, great expectations, and I'm like, oh, the kiss song? <laughs> like my references are all just completely the dumber version of anything. Yeah. yeah. No, I regret all of it.
0: I saw Clueless for the first time recently. I guess that's based on a friggin' something or other.
1: I guess. And everybody's like, yeah, clueless is based on the thing. I'm like, yeah, you don't think I knew that? <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know that. In my mind, I'm just <laughs> like like, yeah, you think I knew that? Of course I recognize that this is an adept this is a, a an updating of Jane
0: Austen Powers. Yeah, baby.
1: <laughs> Jane Austen Powers is you just
0: do i make you bored baby and by bored i mean i've never tried to read (laughs) i'm a stupid asshole i act like i'm smart but i'm really my education is like mediocre
1: yeah mine is kind of cobbled together from (laughs) all sorts of things and it it like if you just need to s- stay back a little bit when you look at my education. If you step yeah. closer, you're just going to be like, Yeah,
0: it'd be horrifying. Is that
1: Scotch tape holding <laughs> this thing together? What?
0: Well, it's funny because so much of my education, like, did you watch the Action Park documentary yet? I did. You know, those segments where they were like, they were like MTV footage.
1: Yes, with Ricky Rockman, Ricky hanging out at Action Park with Alice and chains. That
0: I was watching so much of that when I was growing up. I was watching so many MTV interstitials instead of Mm -hmm. reading books. You know what I mean? Like I felt like, oh wow, that's what I was doing instead.
1: Were you ever so bored as a kid that you would just watch that and then they would replay it and you would just leave it on and just keep watching? Be like, I saw this already.
0: Absolutely. What's the alternative?
1: Yeah. And for some reason, you'd just be like, you I watched all this already. I guess I'm going to watch it all again.
0: We didn't have the Internet.
1: No. And we didn't have libraries. Oh, wait. Yes, we did. (laughs) We could have gone and gotten books from them.
0: You know what I liked even more than Clueless was the remake, Thuless.
1: Thuless? Clueless. Thuless is Clueless.
0: And he's like. I haven't got a thu
1: <laughs> so his name is thus, yes, and he literally doesn't have a thu no he doesn't have a thu. it's not it's not enough that that's his name thus he's literally he's Thulis. minus a thu or yes. any thu, which he makes want- him truly <laughs> thuless
0: it makes him Thuly thuless at one point he eats some stew, but he calls it thu. Mm-hmm. And you think that he's throughful, but he's still uh, thoo because don't get stew. me started
1: on stew this week. Oh boy,
0: Julie. I know. So Tom was very disappointed this week because his favorite comedian said something Ace. that was
1: Adam Carolla. Adam a Ace little, Carolla.
0: A little, I don't know. It was just it didn't it didn't hit the right chord with Tom's alliances because, as you all know, Tom loves wearing bracelets.
1: I love my bracelets, <laughs> and I hate stew. <laughs> and this week adam carollo said that there are more guys wearing bracelets than eating stew <laughs> and i was like first of all is is, is this uh is this a uh i thought it was like a uh like a uh, like a what what the uh, uh bruce uh, not bruce almighty i thought it was a uh what's the movie he did uh where he was like uh oh. trapped in the world Jim Carrey.
0: Oh, uh, the Truman Show.
1: True. Yeah, I thought I was in the Truman Show all of a sudden, and that uh, and Carolo was making fun of me, like that the the, the this was the script because it was a bullseye because I was in the middle of throwing out some stew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what's weird about Tom throwing is throwing out stew. He does do like you know how people do meal prep every weekend. He does that with stew, but just to throw it away.
1: Yeah, you know what I call it. Mm. stupid stew is <laughs> stupid that's why it's that's why it's called stew cuz it's so it's stupid
0: and that's what tom has believed since i've known him and then uh, pro adam bracelet anti stew just went and zinged my pal oh. right between the eyes
1: oh he got me you got me ace
0: tom likes bracelets so much that we've had to edit out so much jangling
1: Mm-hmm. Oh on yeah. This show. Sometimes you'd think it was Christmas up in here, and Santa Claus <laughs> was rolling through with his sleigh bells. You think you're <gasps> going to see a reindeer, and on the show.
0: And here's the story behind Tom loving bracelets. When he was growing up, his parents said, "I need to make sure the birds know you're coming."
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> we. The birds needed to know where I was at all times. (laughs) So I had to always wear a bracelet so the birds could track me.
0: (laughs) And then you learned, wait, there's no birds.
1: Yeah. I didn't realize there were no birds. I was like, man, the birds know where I'll be fine. The birds know where (laughs) I am. And then I told another human this and they were like, wait, hold on. What did your parents say to you? For the birds. What would the birds do? (laughs) Like, if they're watching, they're tracking me, it's like.
0: The idea is that you would hurt them. It's really to protect the birds.
1: Oh, I thought the birds, I always understood it that the birds were looking out for me. Like, I thought it was like a safety thing, not a cat thing. Because you're seeing things through a cat lens. I'm seeing it through. As
0: per usual.
1: Per usual.
0: I guess. I saw a bird yesterday. Okay. (laughs) Wait, wait. The story actually gets better.
1: Well, here you go. I saw a bird. You said, I saw a bird Uh yesterday. I saw a
0: bird yesterday. And
1: if you say that as Austin Powers, it's going to sound so different.
0: I saw a bird yesterday, baby. Because
1: then you think it's like a bird, like a pretty lady. Like
0: a foxy lady. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I saw a bird the other day.
0: (laughs) I wanted to shag her.
1: So you saw a bird the other day.
0: I was in Central Park. And I saw this like really cool interesting red bird and I took video of it and I hung out staring at it for a long time and I was like I'm gonna look up this bird I'm gonna find out what kind of bird this is because it's such an interesting bird and it's got such a fun beak and it makes just a specific call and I made and I made myself feel like I was very interesting like I was very highbrow like my interests extended beyond, like, ranking Cone Brothers movies all day because that's my brain. And I thought, wow, this could be my new thing, is bird watching and going to Central Park. And I sent it to my friend Nate, and he wrote back, that is a cardinal.
1: Yeah, which I wasn't there. But when you said it was a red bird, I was like, yeah, it's probably a cardinal.
0: I didn't! <laughs> I hoped that it wasn't. I'll but show look, you pictures picture of this goddamn bird. You got, I took so many a-
1: pictures... You got to start somewhere with your bird watching. So you got you got you got one of the big ones out of the way, a cardinal.
0: Okay. Well, now that I'm looking at the picture, I'm actually feeling really stupid because it really does obviously look like a cardinal.
1: But but that could also be the something like a bird person. But of course, that's not a cardinal. Like you you could picture somebody blasting you for thinking that was a cardinal, just as easy as you could picture somebody going, "Of course, that's a cardinal." I guess so. Like some bird expert, just you show it, they're just like, you thought that was a cardinal? <laughs> oh my goodness. Really? Are you pulling ja- my leg?
0: Jaunty, get over here. And then Jaunty's a bird.
1: Yeah. She thought this. G- give me your phone.
0: <laughs> and, then he, and then she flushes the phone <laughs> down the toilet.
1: Yeah, the bird picks the phone up and
3: drops it in the toilet. it
1: and then drops it in a toilet the my bird can hold the phone and then the bird immediately drops it into the toilet and why are you having this meeting in a bathroom with this bird expert
0: it's a big bathroom look listen to this i took video to be like oh i'm gonna show an ex i am i'm gonna play this call for an expert and they'll help me classify it
1: I don't know. Was that the sound?
0: That was,
1: that was the sound of Stump Bird. Made. So it was a bird. It, it sounded like a bird with a tambourine. <laughs> I wasn't sure what that was. It was. It, all I could hear was... Shing, shing, shing. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah, the bird's shaking a tambourine. Might be doing a little Davy Jones routine in the park. Oh, I could fly Fly neath neath the wings of the cardinal cardinal
0: as it sings.
1: These birds, uh, this is your thing now.
0: Bird watching?
1: Bird watching. I think it's exciting. You're really going to love this Owen Wilson, Steve Martin, Jack Black movie uh, they made about bird watching called A Very Good Year.
0: I feel like. That was when white people should have been canceled.
1: That was basically the... What are you doing? Yeah. That was like the white people equivalent of the letter you send to the police saying, why haven't you caught me yet? (laughs) I've given you all the clues. I've given you all the clues. (laughs) Yeah. Like that movie is begging.
0: It's like a revolution. That's like a call. Let's get the guillotines out.
1: Yeah. Like we are... It's like when people when you it's like you hear about people like eat like consuming gold like when you hear those things right. like where it's gold, like, oh, leaf, gold. omelet yeah. or yeah yeah and then you're like oh okay this seems like you're sending some sort of larger message here that we're eating gold now
0: you didn't even um, want to make that bird watching movie you just did it because you could it's a yeah. very let them eat cake kind of move
1: don't you picture them on the set of that movie being like. You know, this movie's not going to make 15 cents. And they're like, oh, no, of course not. Like, no one's going to see us. Like, finally, Steve Martin and Jack Black and Owen Wilson are together. And they're sitting still looking through binoculars. I'm trying to find if I can see the bird. I think I saw a blue jay over there. Is that a blue jay? He's got a little speck on his (laughs) <laughs> and then Jack
0: Black has to like contain his tenacious energy de- <laughs> de- 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 yeah, <laughs> to, to be like to like take the guide yeah. out and look at the like, I don't
1: know, man. The Audubon says stop singing your song. You're scaring the birds. Yeah, that uh, and then Steve Martin is meanwhile, just like he's thinking of the painting of the he's art. Going he's going to buy. buy. <laughs> who like he literally has it figured out to the well, dollar like every,
0: i know he's just doing calculations in his head that's like if i if i buy the franz klein can i still mm-hmm. afford the david hockney for the bathroom and then every time they yell cut he takes out his phone and he like yeah. looks at like sotheby's oh my
1: could you imagine a checked out steve martin on your movie
0: Imagine. I've seen but, footage. I mean, like,
1: like make, like make it, like being there. Like, like, what are we gonna do? He, I, th- I know how. I can feel how much he hates me. Like you know, like the, <laughs> yeah. like the director and like, I know he hates me. He just looks at me, and it like hurts my heart. Looks right through me. <laughs> yeah, it just burns a hole through my brain when a, he looks a, at me.
0: A hole the size of a banjo's body.
1: I didn't tell him to do this bird watching movie. If he doesn't really want to be here, he should have said no. But he said yes, and he stares at me like he's (laughs) mad at me for making him do this movie. And then he's like between takes, finding out that somebody else bought one of the paintings, and then he's furious.
0: (laughs) And then he gets the next take. The director's like, wow, I really like the passion you brought to it. And then because he gave him positive reinforcement steve martin like withdraws
1: yeah you know my worst nightmare through this whole conversation we're having now is me having to reference artists uh (laughs) for to give context to reality to the
0: i'll throw you a couple i don't know a lot but i'll throw you a reference here and then here and there if you give me like an athlete's name on occasion
1: sure well we can cover the bases
0: we'll swap this out
1: i'm no jerry saltz but you know what you are is b- 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 bird to the bone. Burn
0: to the bone. By the bird, way, do you think that bird. that movie was actually directed by a bird? When you said the director of it, I couldn't picture anyone besides like yeah. seven white guys who went to like a, like that Harvard that singing group and uh, trading places.
1: Directed by Harvard. The movie is <laughs> just directed by a university.
0: It isn't even their production company. Like no, no, they don't want to produce. They want to direct.
1: Do you think if I donated three million dollars to Harvard, I could get a bird enrolled in the school? <laughs> would they like? Would they? Would they entertain that if I was just like, I'd like to make a three million dollar donation? Because I guess Jared Kushner got in for like one point two or something. That's like it? His, Yeah, like his but father donated.
0: I mean, one point two to me. I feel cuz when you said 3 I was like what is that 3M to them like the tape 3M they go oh yeah. we got a we got a scotch tape online 3 what does he want
1: Some of these things are so sub- the, the one of the weirdest things about the world now is when you hear how little people are willing to take to be like completely bribed and compromised like these politicians like they took a $16,000 donation for the thing and then voted against the children because (laughs) somebody had paid them $16,000. Like $16,000 was enough for you to just compromise everything. Like, yeah, I'm just shocked at how low, how, how like cheap they are.
0: Yeah. You couldn't even buy one uh, Buffalo toe suspended in friggin formaldehyde. By the artist whose name is Brett.
2: Said is Damien. Uh, Damien Hurst. Hurst. Lillard? <laughs>
1: Damien Lillard, the basketball <laughs> Matthew player. Thank Lillard. Now we're in my territory. I feel like Jared Kushner would be a pretty amazing silent movie star. He has, like, doesn't he have, like, the perfect look of, like, oh.
0: I could, ooh, ooh. as soon as you said that, I immediately pictured him dressed up like Buster Keaton with all that makeup.
1: Yeah. Like, don't you picture him like, picture him like getting chased by a train, like <laughs> in, a, in a movie? Suddenly he'd be like, no, oh, I get it now. He figured his thing out. Yeah. Like, he should be like, I'm going to just do silent because he doesn't talk. He's weird when he talks. Yeah. So just go do silent movies. Just don't
0: go do silent movies.
1: Why aren't you doing silent movies? Why aren't you Jared doing Kushner? silent
0: movies? You
1: know, what would be the thing is like you tell him to stand on the X right here because then the house is gonna fall around him. But <laughs> since it's him, we put the X like three feet over and then he gets conked on the head by the house.
0: <laughs> by a house that like he rented out to poor people only to yeah, harass them and make their lives miserable.
1: <laughs> he we're gonna tip his own faultily constructed house oh on that him. would be
0: heaven above <laughs> same thing with uh I call him number 45 because I he's I, I dare not say his name but when I do sometimes I say Drumph.
1: hmm I just say the Cheeto in charge <laughs> uh which
0: commander in Cheeto you'd think it would be the better but yeah no
1: I think part of what's driving people crazy is driven by places like Huffington Post will just write like Donald Trump Jr. Destroyed by tweet, uh, like clap back. And then, then like you notice he's there tomorrow and you're like, Wait, I thought you told me he was destroyed by it. Like (laughs) the language that these places use, I feel like (sighs) has made everybody feel completely powerless and ineffective because every day they're being told that they destroyed that person.
0: And then they are resurrected.
1: Yeah. And they're just, they didn't destroy anybody because tweets don't destroy no one.
0: I got a article suggested to me yesterday from the Huffington Post that says five Signs that you're a bad friend.
1: <laughs> okay. and I couldn't
0: have clicked it on it faster, and then I felt so bad.
1: Who suggested? Oh, you mean the the the, the feed? A logarithm suggests.
0: did, and I said, "Oh no!" And I clicked on it, and I go, "Oh no!" And number two, and I go, "Oh no!" <laughs> and number three, and I'm like, "Oh no!" Uh-huh. By the time I got to number four, I was just like, I should just start putting apology notes in the mail. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm going to say this. That article can kick rocks because you're a great friend.
0: I'm okay.
1: No, that article can pound walnuts. Well, thank you. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here to let you know about our latest episode of Office Hours Live. Office Hours is great fun. With the great John Early and Theta Hamill. Very handsome. Thank you. Thank you. They're here to talk about their new movie, Stress Positions. And we just had a a wonderful time. There was a lot of laughter and joy. Don't believe me? Well, listen for yourself on the podcast app of your choice. You're not going to want to miss a second. That's at Office Hours Live at the podcast app of your choice. I love Vic and Dark and I love drinking my wine.
0: Brett, your wife just passed by with a plastic bag that looked like it was holding a goldfish.
2: Uh, that was the uh, notorious bag that I referenced earlier. That my uh, cat, oh. my cat, had been running around with, uh, <laughs> trying to get disentangled from.
0: So please tell us this story and make it really long
2: really long okay sure so um (laughs) while uh in our little uh uh, pre-show chat uh i noticed that my cat was playing around with a bag she seemed to have it all under control Uh, it's you know a favorite pastime they love bags (laughs) um but then uh, i heard some uh some shuffling some noises that sounded like maybe things had gone awry and i turned around and she had got sort of tangled up in the bag and then i think she thought it was like (laughs) I don't know she tried to move away and it followed her and I think that freaked her out. she thought the bag was following her so then she just just took off running across the apartment with the bag sort of trailing behind her as the, like a sort of parachute um and then uh by the time I got to the the next room she had she had gotten out of it but mm-hmm. there was uh there was a brief moment of chaos uh, uh with with the bag yeah it's okay now though i think I think everything's fine um she seems to have completely. I don't know. She does look a little shell shocked. Maybe, maybe she's still having, she might not have fully yeah. forgotten about the bag yet, mm-hmm. but I think give another hour and she will have well, forgotten. If it
0: is her plaything, I mean, it is scary to think of like, if you're a little kid and you love playing with this doll and then one day the doll's chasing you.
2: Yeah. It is sort of like a, like a evil doll scenario, a sort of child's play or Annabelle scenario where the thing that you like playing with becomes like your, your enemy, your, pursuer. your villain. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you got a
1: real CBD going on over there. Cat bag dilemma. (laughs) (laughs) That's Brett's definition of CBD. (laughs) Cat bag dilemma.
0: I prefer THC. That heckin' cat. (laughs) Tom.
1: Yes, Julie.
0: The idea of Brett's cat a lighting because of a bag makes me think of the David Blaine situation.
1: Now I'm not I'm not uh the a news junkie the way you are. No, but and you're a blaniac. You're a Blainiac. You're, 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 a you're Blainiac. like Mort Saul and you start your day with six newspapers and you just read them
0: <laughs> I read them out loud to my the mirror. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so David Blaine is David Bloon now.
0: <laughs> so he's what's flying. The... oh, oh boy. boy. He's doing yeah. he's going gonzo.
1: So this he's... is like another one of this is like he's doing up, like the way Mulan and Lion King get remade. He's doing like a live action up.
0: That's your favorite movie, Tom.
1: Oh, it is. I love <laughs> I loved going to that theater and seeing a bad independent movie that happened to be animated. (laughs) Like if that was a live action movie, people would have been like, this is the most, the only thing that was unique about that, that it was animated. Otherwise it was,
0: you didn't like the dog. The dog was cute.
1: By that point, I was just like, you're you're, you guys are playing catch up here. Trying to get me to have a good time. You bumped me out for 45 minutes. Now all of a sudden we're supposed to be laughing it
2: up with the dog too late.
0: So what's going on? He just strapped a bunch of balloons to himself. Is it still happening or is it over?
2: It's a good question. I don't know. I'll, I'll, let me check on the status of of the Dave, David Blaine He's and the balloons. Floating
0: over the Arizona desert. Fine.
2: Uh, he is not. It was just a one day thing last Wednesday.
0: Oh please. He floated
2: uh five miles and then and then uh, parachuted back to the ground.
0: What? A, who cares? That's no. That's just like a. Oh, he went on a hike. You know what I mean? Like. Not a stunt. That's a pastime that you did one day. Who cares? What did I do last Thursday? Probably made spaghetti. That's
1: that's the the first David Blaine thing that I'm kind of like, Yeah, I think I could pull that one off. It just if I, I have a parachute, so I just go, Oh, look, I'm yeah. not saying I could, I'm yeah. saying it's within my range of training and learning how right. to do that. I could potentially figure that one out. Yeah. In his mind, it's so funny, in his mind, he's just like, I'll do this balloon thing, and the world's so tough right now, and everybody's going to have a good time with this. This will distract everybody. And and everybody's just like, no, we're not distracted by it. No. And he's like, I went on a balloon <laughs> in the sky. It was very dangerous. Was you it? Guys you guys weren't distracted a little bit? No. You have a
0: parachute? Yeah. He fly through the air with the greatest of ease.
1: The daring young magician. With a
0: terrible disease.
1: <laughs> with a terrible disease. Yes. He's.
0: He's a super soaker full of COVID. He's shooting below him. That would be terrible. If the, if the
1: balloons were filled with COVID and he's like, don't pop them.
0: He has a, he's just like wielding a giant knitting needle. He comes yeah. over to your town and he's like, uh-uh-uh.
1: Don't make me pop this. <laughs>
0: far did he get, I don't think there were, was he up in the clouds? He was
1: probably in a car somewhere watching this m- mechanical oh, man that he did like a the, switcheroo on. But
0: old bubble boy? Balloon yeah. boy?
1: Was that really him? Do we have close footage of him up there?
0: Yeah, Brett, or just what's happening? These, or just
1: these dramatic uh long lens balloon and, and shots?
0: keep in mind, there's deep fake, there's face swap,
2: well, I can tell you he he uh, first on the altitude question, he reached an altitude of eighteen thousand feet.
0: What is that? I don't know that measurement. It's about what is half a... of
2: a half of a plane? Half of a how high a plane gets? Okay. And then let me see if we got any close ups. Yeah, it looks like he had a little GoPro up there. I
1: thought you were gonna say goatee. You think he was up? Do you think? Do you think that cardinal you saw run okay. up there with him?
0: You know what? I haven't. No, I haven't I'm into quite, it. I'm just saying I haven't accepted that it's a cardinal because I did see a couple other red birds. I looked okay. up red birds mm-hmm. and my Google was like, wait, is this you, Julie? When, did, when have you cared about this shit?
1: I saw a red bird the other day.
0: <laughs> okay, what is this? This is footage of David Blaine in yeah, the sky? Yeah, so this is,
2: uh, this is, he had well, a little... You can't fake that. <laughs> He had a camera That's, up there with them and uh this is I guess this is the best angle they could get.
1: Uh okay. I'm I'm calling shenanigans on this whole thing. This seems like a, there must have been some old-fashioned switcheroo going here. Yeah. <clears> There's <throat> like, all right, the balloon setup is thing. Now I'm just going to go behind this curtain where the balloon and attach myself where no one can see me attach it to this thing and away we go. And then you just see like a mild mannered custodian <laughs> shuffle away from behind the curtain. Is that Mr. Blaine? Is he up in the balloon? We know that's you, David. You're here on the ground. The head what? fell off the the head no, I'm fell not. off the dummy. The dummy's <laughs> head fell off. You in the right.
0: I was just gonna say on the right, looking at the things that are suggested watching this, one of them is a clip from Penn and Teller's Fool Us, which I find to be one of the most frustrating shows ever because the only really way I like magic is when they tell me how it's done, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and the title is, sure, a deck fell out of his pants, but you will still be all caps fooled. And yeah. it took me a second to be like, oh, a deck of cards. <laughs> I was... um I've been in like apartment hell with like, you know, getting people to like install, you know, come over with a drill and basically like install a lamp on this or a sconce as it's commonly known. And I found this guy to like hang wallpaper because I tried to do it myself and it was not a good afternoon. And I was texting with him and he said, how much do you have? And it's peel and stick. And what does the space look like? And then I hadn't heard from him in a couple hours. And I was like, hey, like, is this date still good for you? And he goes, sorry, I fell asleep. I was watching Penn and Teller magic show.
1: <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> like, I don't want you in my house. Now, that's a real. Uh, that's
0: a that's a red flag.
1: I would say so. I would say somebody who chose to watch Penn and Teller do magic stuff and then couldn't stay awake during it. There's too many variables, <laughs> like,
0: but also like, what a weird excuse for someone you haven't met before who's trying to hire you to do like a one day job just to be like, oh, she'll understand this, or yeah. she'll think this is a fun fact about me, or I have to be the honest, yeah, can't just say I fell asleep watching TV. She'll think I'm lying. I have to be specific.
1: Yeah, no, those are those those things when people give way too many details on yeah. a, on something that an untruth when they're just like,
0: right, right, right.
1: No, I went and then this green car went past me <laughs> with with Utah plates and you're just like oh, well, they couldn't be lying. Those details are just too vivid. Right? You got me. You know what I mean?
0: So, there's no way I could have been there when someone
1: yeah, <laughs> puked in your toaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't have puked in your toaster. <laughs> I went I was walking down the street and a green uh elantra went by fast and, and i remember what a, time
0: it was Yeah,
1: it was 127
0: i remember thinking wow is it almost 130 and i looked at my phone and it was 127 i remember thinking oh it's only it's three minutes away from 130 when did you say yeah. you found the puke
1: yeah. yeah that's the kind of detail that you just if i'm remembering details like this i can't be lying they're very specific
0: I remember being like, it's 1 30. Now, usually I have lunch around like 1 15. So I was hungry. So I was like, what time is it? As I mentioned.
1: And it was 1 27. It wasn't 1 30 yet.
0: And I was near a falafel place. <laughs> I remember very specifically, it was a falafel place on 14th and 2nd.
1: Okay, I threw up in your toaster. Don't you <laughs> want me to say? You want me to admit it? I did it. Okay. And I'll do it again.
0: I didn't even have to throw up. I made myself throw up.
1: Yeah, I made myself throw up in your toaster. And I thought it was funny. It is. And it still is. I still think it's funny. And you kind of do too. What's our relationship again? I'm your son. Brett.
0: Brett.
3: Yeah,
1: Brett. Brett. Where's Brett? Hey, Brett. We Brett, lost Brett. 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 I'm here. I'm here. Brett. We
0: lost Brett. Ta, 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 ta. It's just me and
2: you. He's Julie. up in the clouds
0: Brett. with the greatest of ease. Uh,
2: speaking of that, I do have to offer a correction to all the Blaine heads out there. It looks like he actually got up to about twenty-five thousand feet of altitude by by at his peak. Uh, so, sure. So uh, don't don't yeah, just don't want you to come at me for.
0: Yeah. So it, I was I couldn't have been there because I was twenty-five thousand feet in the air.
2: I, I there's
1: no, it wasn't I couldn't have thrown it up in your toaster. I was I was I mean, like I
0: took look I took GoPro footage. Do you want to look at it? It's right here. Hold on, I'm I'm hold on, I'm
1: googling I'm googling GoPro footage. Hold on. Wait, hold on, wait. Okay. Hold on. It's not loading. Safari was timed out. It was weird. Safari gets glitchy sometimes. <laughs>
0: You say glitchy. Do you say ever say wonky? Just to be a little like foppish.
1: Oh yeah. I just when I'm when I'm when I'm very when I'm in my tech mode, I'll say it's wonky. I'll say it's like,
0: like, oh, kinda it's kind of fun.
1: Yeah. No, it just shows I've got a sense of humor about is, everything.
0: Yeah, you're playful. Have you yeah. ever heard anyone call something that's expensive spendy?
1: No. <laughs> I would You have. should
0: be able to push them into traffic.
1: Yeah, you should. That, I think that's basically them granting you permission <laughs> to do whatever a, you need to do.
0: It's a little spendy for me.
1: Spe- who do, do you know somebody who said that?
0: I know someone who knows somebody. But it also, as I'm thinking about it, spendy seems like a fun little way for like a gal who doesn't feel like going to Whole Foods that day. Is like, it's a little, I don't want to go to Whole Paycheck today because it's a little mm. spendy. And you're like. How much did you pay for that spin class this morning? Sixty-five dollars.
1: One time I went to Whole Foods and got some stuff from the salad bar. And the guy at the counter when I rang out was impressed. He was like, This is the most uh like this is the most one of these has cost anybody yet <laughs> <laughs> that I've seen. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, so what you're saying is I'm just an animal who who has just loaded this little cardboard container so full of food that I'm now spending $24 for this one little carton.
0: I would have winked at him and said, that's because I put in a couple rolls of pennies.
1: I got a gun in there. (laughs) I got a gun.
0: And then the manager comes out and is like, is there a problem? Were you threatening to hold up the no no those, no i'm, no! Just, I'm gonna
1: sneak this into a prison <laughs> i'm sneaking it into a prison i put i get i got mashed potatoes which i know is the heaviest thing you can get at the salad bar it's not the it's greatest my, value
0: that's also i use it as dressing myself
1: but they're on top of a gun <laughs>
0: that's another peewee reference
1: then i go to the prison with my little a
0: foot long
1: with my little carton yeah right my little whole foods carton like Yes, hi, I'm here to visit uh, an inmate. No, no reason to scan this. No reason to scan this Whole Foods. It's food. from it's just Whole, Whole Foods. F- it's kale and mashed potatoes. And <laughs> okay, there's a gun in there too. You're right, like I completely fold.
0: <gasps> like there's no reason to put this Whole Foods cardboard box through the metal detector.
1: No, no. And if anything, when it goes through, looks like a gun, that's... uh
0: tempeh
1: that's that's yes it's tempeh in the shape of whole foods Oh,
0: i'm sorry do not know what tempeh is
1: oh you don't know what tempeh is oh okay
0: okay so brett what do we have update wise
2: oh we got tons of great stuff this week uh i just want to say thanks to all the listeners out there i tell you what every time i go into this uh double at gmail.com it is like a treasure chest, the, the the stuff that you guys are sending us. So, uh, thanks very much. Keep it up. Uh, and the first thing I got for you here, uh, is from, uh, listener Ben, and it's a callback to last week. Uh, Tom, you were saying there was a, uh, a record store that didn't have any Three Stooges albums in it. Uh, well, Ben yeah. has, uh, Ben has tracked one down for us. Oh, uh, goody. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Ben. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> and, uh, This is—it's called a madcap musical nonsense.
0: Oh boy!
2: Featuring the actual voices of the Three Stooges. Okay.
0: Are there uglier men? (laughs) Look at those
3: three. Let's play. Let's
1: play a quick round of kill, kill, kill.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Three Stooges, go!
3: Kill,
0: kill, kill.
2: This is is a a track from Madcap Musical Nonsense. Uh, We're picking it up uh, where the Stooges find themselves in a a toy store.
3: Boy, this is the biggest toy store I've ever seen. You can say that again. Boy, this is the biggest toy store I've ever seen. Curly Joe, Mm -hmm. pick out two fingers. Okay, I'll take that one and that one. You've got them both in the eyes.
1: Oh, Oh, stop it! Pause it! Pause it! So, first of all, it's Curly Joe. It's not Curly.
0: I didn't know that. Is that his full name? Is that what, No, no. That's like,
1: the replacement for Curly. No. Curly Joe Dorita. What was his Doritos? name?
0: Doritos?
1: Yeah. Hey, give me those Doritos, you idiot. Funk.
0: <laughs> so Curly Joe and these other two.
1: Mo, Larry, and Curly Joe.
0: Go into a toy store. And they are really overcompensating on the lack Ugh. of visuals by establishing it's a toy store twice and kind yeah. of making a joke out of it, but not really. And then boy, it seems like they're describing a lot of physical action.
1: Boy, this is the biggest toy store I've ever seen.
0: You could say that again.
1: Boy, this is the biggest toy store I've ever seen. Dang and you we're idiot. at a toy store. Give me your two fingers.
0: Give me your two fingers. Now I'm putting my hand uh, parallel are perpendicular to my face So I'm blocking yeah.
1: them I'm taking my fingers and I'm folding them in In the shape of a fist And then I'm going to punch you oh, in, the old, in the old bread I'm, basket
0: I'm running behind you With a giant mallet
1: <laughs> It's like over yeah. Can we hear more please This is
3: great Teddy bears, toy cars and trucks, electric uh, trains I want to ride the trains You
2: can't Curly Joe, they're toys Hey, this rocking horse is fun Get off there! We better stop fooling around in here, or the store manager is going to throw us out.
3: But I'm not fooling. I want to ride the train. Quiet! You'll get us in trouble. Uh oh! Here he comes. If you gentlemen don't behave, I'll have to Hold ask on. you to First leave. Hold on! First of all, wait, wait, keep on. So- pa-
1: First of all, these guys are seventy-five years old, <laughs> and they're just like, oh boy, we we don't want to get thrown out of the toy store. It's like. Keep it down. They're going to throw us out of this toy store. It's like.
0: Are you buying something for your grandchildren or not? Because <laughs> that's, a, that's why they'd
1: throw you out. Yeah. Not just because. Oh, boy, I want to ride the train. Woo-hoo. You can't. You can't. It's a toy. Um.
0: Woo-hoo. I also appreciate because of the background noise, like how well the store is doing, because you can hear the register Ring up a new sale every two seconds
1: Oh it's a bustling toy store You know when you go to those toy stores And you just It's just a circus in there waiting to Get to the register
0: I mean I've never not had to wait on the long line
1: Oh here comes the manager now
2: Why you three little Say you look very familiar Aren't you the three stooges That's right we
3: are So what What are you doing here None of your business Now Curly
0: Joe keep out of this Let me do the talking now, sir, we're here to get some presents for all of our friends. Well, in that case, let me show you around the store. We don't Hold need on a you second. Wait, wait. St-
1: so, first of all, this is, this is literally, literally the worst acting I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Hold on. By
0: a s- all parties or by Now, the what manager? are the three
1: of you doing in here? Wait, aren't you three the three stooges? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Well then I'll show you around the toy store. It's like that's the opposite of what you want from all right, you guys are famous. I'm gonna give you uh I'm gonna give you some VIP treatment right. in this toy store. I'm gonna like... follow
0: you around like you're a shoplifter.
1: All right, let's hear a little bit more. Door. Curly Joe, the man's trying to be nice to us. Stop and sully him. He's gonna
3: show us all of his toys. Show us all of his toys. Okay, I like this. I like this part. Show us
0: all of his
3: toys. So we can buy
1: some for you. Okay, stop (laughs) it.
0: That's funny. I'll Uh, Look, you know me. I hate a lot of stuff. But I got to give it to you when something makes me laugh. Okay. And that's really funny.
1: We've got a show's all the toys, show's all, so we can buy toys for you. <laughs> what if the, whoever wrote for He's a Jolly Good Fellow came out and it was just like, you, you all owe me, owe me money. so
0: much money. You
1: all, you all thought that was a dodge off happy birthday. Guess what? I own both of them
0: guess what else? I'm not a I'm not a jolly fellow no. or a good. I'm an I'm angry, a, greedy
1: fellow. I'm an angry, litigious fellow. for I'm a litigious angry, an angry litigious, litigious
0: fellow. fellow. I'm gonna do a sound alike cause I can't afford my own song okay. for I'm a litigious angry fellow. for I'm a litigious <laughs> angry fellow. for I'm a litigious angry fellow, which nobody can deny.
1: So you picture he would change his own thing so he wouldn't have to pay himself. I picture yeah. he would. I picture he would sing his own thing, and then take like a dollar bill from one pocket, <laughs> and then hand it, put it in the other pocket like he's paying himself for the for the royalties.
0: Do you ever pat yourself on the on the back after you finish something? I do.
1: You mean like you literally pat yourself on the back? Yeah. I've never done that, but now you've put it in my head. I'm going to start doing it.
0: Well, sometimes I'm very
1: impressionable. Sometimes
0: it's the most touch you've experienced in a week.
1: What if a listener wrote a two-page script for me, you, and Brett to do? Mm-hmm. That and then Brett could add Three Stooges sound effects to it.
0: Yeah, but as long as it's not Three Stooges themed, like it should be like, like it should be like a a realistic scene where three like, people are like actually in a toy store.
1: Or what if it's the three of us going to see Tenet in a COVID theater, uh-huh. right? And we're like right. arguing over the seat, like, boy, we got to socially distance. Hey, get out of my seat, boing. Right?
0: I love that. I just want to make sure that the tone isn't like why I ought to. I want it to be like, okay. come on, Tom. I've been looking forward to this.
1: So, but then, so there's no hitting or anything? No, no there
0: I- is. There is. Okay. But it comes from a natural, like, I want it to be like naturalistic dialogue. So it'll be it, like, yeah.
1: So it'll be just like, I'm going to cave your head in. Like, like angry, like that. Well,
0: I think it could heighten to that. I think it's like, okay, the three of us are in the theater. Yeah. Brett's like, do you guys want anything? I'm going to go get popcorn. I'm like, no, don't worry about it. He comes back. He, he like, brought me popcorn anyway and I'm like dude like I'm on a diet I'm not get- <laughs> I'm like what do you think you're doing or I'm just like I'm really disappointed or or something and then I and then you just hear bong
1: yeah what if there's no yeah like and then Brett does Brett go ow afterwards or is this not yeah
0: even- I think so I mean I, I'm just trying to think of how to phrase that but I'd be like you're not respecting my boundaries like I told you what I didn't want and you didn't hear me Okay, and so I need it should be to an, it, even, and he'd be like, "But I was just trying to be nice." I'd be like, "I understand, but you're not listening to what I told you. I wanted."
1: Perfect. So we do it in the context of like in 2020 language. Yes. The three, like an updated Three Stooges, but
0: real, yeah, and like realistic. And then Tom is like, "Come on, you guys! Like the movie's starting," or yeah. or and I'm like, "It's just the previews," and you're like, "I like the previews," and Brett's like, "So do I." Yeah, and then we
1: started hitting each other. <laughs> we started hitting each other, and you're just like, and what if you're like, no, these are not the actual previews. This is that dumb TV stuff they play before. Yeah, Maria Menounos is on the right. screen. I Tom's know, like, Tom's like I real love trailers. her. Well, I'd like to see what's going on behind the scenes on on the Flash, <laughs> on the CW shows.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, are you being sarcastic? You're like, no, Brett's guys. Could you just please?
1: Yeah. So just like Brett's more like, heated
0: arguments, like more intellectual, sure. you know, not intellectual, but you know what I mean.
1: More cerebral. And then Br- Brett is like, "This is why I microdose." <laughs> and
2: then a the slide whistle sound effect.
1: <laughs> like Brett, what are you doing? Oh, it's just a little bit of mushrooms. What? Brett, <laughs> you're you're doing my oh microdosing. <laughs> just like very like the most contemporary thing ever. Yeah.
0: Oh, I see. Yes. And then Tenet starts and I'm and I keep asking questions. You know, Who's that? What's it's, happening?
1: I don't know. It's a I haven't been to the movies. None of us have seen Tenet yet, Julie. We don't okay. know. Fine. And it's a Christopher Nolan you don't movie. You need to
0: talk to me like that.
1: I'm not talking I to you. I know it's I'm a Christopher to, Nolan movie. But I'm just saying his movies tend to be a little opaque at the beginning. You just have to let them happen. And I can't. If you wanted to know who these people are, you Shh. have to let me pay the attention Brett, also. Like, Shh. Now I like, really don't. Go, oh, I don't know don't who anybody is me. either. Yeah.
0: Don't you shush me? That is so. Don't you know that telling a woman to be quiet is basically violence? And then Tom goes, "I'll show you violence." And then he starts punching bon- himself in the throat.
1: Yeah, I start just. Yeah, I just our self. We all start uh, hitting ourselves. Brutalizing. Yeah. At one point. Bonk bonk bonk.
0: <laughs> I start. I take out a pliers from my purse and start removing my teeth one by one. <laughs>
1: just just the idea that that toy store thing the manager came over and went hey aren't you guys the three stooges like Mm -hmm. the whole point of the reality of that is not that they're the three stooges they're just they are three stooges not the three stooges right
0: hey aren't you guys three stooges
1: yeah hey you three stooges get out of here hey aren't you guys the three stooges
0: it's a wonderful album
1: it sounds like a winner.
0: I'm writing the thirty-three and a third.
1: <laughs> well, I would like a script. I would I would like a script of uh of me and Julie and Brett going to see Tenet and yelling at each other and but, arguing but about Brett it, and Microsoft. You know, keep
0: it real. Like I want it to be like simmered in real tensions and like, you know, written the way that people talk. Naturalistic. What if we don't-
1: well, what if we don't hit each other physically, but we it makes sounds whenever we like hurt each other's feelings? <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's the true updated Three Stooges, just like oh, that's so you know that microaggressions. Yeah, yeah microaggressions. Mic- just wait, like
0: while you're microdosing.
1: Yeah. You always do this to me. You always Boink. tell me you're gaslighting me with oh, this. I, so sometimes you. I feel that's like you're gaslighting. Well, Bonk. <laughs> I think that's the uh, way to update the Three Stooges. Yeah, it's just emotional
2: violence,
0: <laughs> but with the sound effects. Yeah. Well, you have your assignments, listeners.
2: Send your scripts to doublethreatpod at gmail.com. When
1: you say that to me, you box me in, and there's nowhere I can go with that. It's a it's a lose lose for me. Blah, blah, blah.
0: Okay, that's my, that's my Christopher Waltz impression, Christoph Waltz impression, okay,
1: okay,
0: okay.
1: Hi, Christoph. Hello. Okay. Brett. Brett. What do you got for me and Christoph Waltz? Thank you. Julie's not doing the rest of the show anymore. Julie had to leave.
0: No, she's missing. (laughs)
2: He just winked. Christoph Waltz just winked when he said that. I don't know what that <laughs> worried about Julie.
0: <gasps> She's terrific. Uh
2: oh. <laughs> Uh so this uh, this next clip we've got uh, uh two uh, two listeners alerted us about this um it was uh Anthony and Sarah both sent this to us. Uh so last week uh, uh Sylvester Stallone uh, announced that he was going to be doing a director's cut of Rocky 4. Oh. Um uh, so Rocky 4 is the one uh with uh Ivan Drago in is that, it. Is uh, there a robot
0: in that one? Uh
2: you yes, you have uh you've hit upon <laughs> the central issue here. So immediately somebody on Twitter uh and I'll share this with you asked Stallone uh uh he said, "Wow, cool. Does it expand on the relationship between Paulie and his robot, which is an infamous scene from Rocky 4 where uh the uh, newly wealthy Rocky buys Paulie uh, a robot?" Um and then Stallone replied back, the robot is going to the junkyard forever. No more robot.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> this is how I learned. This is like hearing a loved one died. This is, the, this is how you break the news.
2: And somebody else said, don't cut the robot. And Stallone replied back, I don't like the robot anymore.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> so this is like your mother's dead. There, if, wait, wait. Scroll down for a second. Scroll down. The mom is going to the junkyard forever. No more mom. (laughs) Yeah. Don't cut the mom. I don't like the mom anymore.
1: (laughs) I don't like the robot anymore.
0: Wow. So can you just set this up for me? Who That guy's the... He's Rodney Dangerfield's bodyguard in Back to School. Yes.
1: Rodney Dangerfield's bodyguard from Back to School and (laughs) the guy from Chinatown who punches his wife in the face. Okay. Uh... My two favorite men <laughs> yes now they basically at the end of Rocky three Rocky is super successful and richer than ever and all that and then Rocky 4 starts where they're living in Los Angeles I guess in Beverly Hills and Rocky's just fancy and he's got all this money and then he buys Paulie a robot Happy
0: birthday got a funny, tiny hat on for his birthday. Oh, no! Don't give the robot a cake full of fire!
1: What the hell is this?
0: Your present!
3: Yo, I wanted a sports car for my birthday. Not no walking trash can? Oh,
2: come on. He looks great here. He's extremely
0: psycho, Rocco. Oh,
2: since you don't have any friends, we thought
0: you'd like
3: it.
2: Yeah. But oh, my hand. God! You know that cake is horrifying!
0: That's a great looking guy. Please make a wish. It's creepy. That talks, that thing. Creepy? These are great. I wish I had one of these when I was growing up. Go on, make a wish, like he says. I wish I wasn't <laughs> in his nightmare.
2: That's a very classy wish. Very nice. What do you think there? <laughs> very good, huh? <laughs>
3: Want to help me put out this forest fire? Sure. Okay, on the count of three. One, two, three. This oh, is wow. a wonderful movie. <laughs> we'll drown. You drowned in me. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'll clean it up for you, Bully.
0: It's the whole movie like this, cause this seems yeah. like it would be my favorite
1: movie. Please. That's my girl. Please make a wish. Please make a wish. Don't worry. I'll clean it up, Bolly. Hello, Julie. Hi, Robot. I'm the new co-host of Double Threat. Okay. Paulie's robot. <laughs> and it's one thing to remember these Rocky movies were 85 minutes long. Right. They were getting shorter and shorter.
0: So this these is like movies, a, a third of the movie. Yeah.
1: They would these movies there was a point where Rocky movies basically consisted of dumb crap like this flashbacks to the previous ones. Oh, and with like then the just, footage? Like, with the actual boxing footage? matches. Yeah. Oh, like, they would have like straight up montages just like about things that happened already. It would be like, oh, remember when me and Apollo Creed ran on the beach and we did that? And they'd be like four minutes of the movie would be eaten up by like old no. footage from the... Pre- yeah, oh yeah. So it was
0: like those Golden Girls episodes where they'd be like, remember when Sophia... And then they just... It was like those... Oh. Yeah. Oh, it was okay. exact. It
1: was like they were show. flirting. The, ep- the movies got shorter and shorter and had more just like just ridiculous stuff like this. What padding is padding out boxing matches? What
0: does Seiko stand for? The robot's name is Seiko? S-I-C. Unless it's Psycho and he's just a psycho.
1: My name is Psycho.
0: Qu'est-ce que say?
1: I will be performing on Broadway with David Byrne this fall. We will be back before Broadway's open. Robots cannot catch coronavirus. Robots don't
0: get COVID.
1: There's no COVID. Robid. Robid 19. (laughs) Oh, no. It is me. I don't feel so good.
0: It's just the flu. It's just the flu. It's just it's, the
1: flu. It's just a computer virus. <laughs> I will defrag. Masks actually make you sicker. The masks contain droplets. <laughs> so, so Sylvester Stallone is getting rid of the robot. The best part of,
0: I mean, I can't imagine what else is in that movie without that wonderful scene. I wish I was out of this nightmare. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: What's going on? I think it's like I'm in a
1: nightmare. I'm drowning. I'm drowning I'm in the whipped cream. And he yes. didn't even say, like, they didn't even get the whipped cream to even go particularly well on him. <laughs> like, it kind of splashed a little bit on him.
3: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, they were definitely hurrying through some of these Rocky movies, like the filming. You know, Stallone was just kind of like, I want to go to a Lakers game tonight. Let's wrap this up.
0: We got it. This is the martini.
1: I'm, I'm moving on. We're moving on. We got it.
0: We don't need to turn around.
1: Are you no. sure? Ah. Sly. <laughs> I feel like I can do it better.
0: No, no. It's perfect.
1: No, please. Can I get one more? T-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sika. We're already on the next uh, setup.
1: Oh, okay. I guess I'll go back to my trailer.
0: Hang in your trailer. We'll let you know if you need you. Think you're wrapped for the day, though.
1: That's a wrap on Seiko. <laughs> thank you, picture, everyone.
0: That's a picture wrap on Seiko. Yeah. Seiko's I, definitely going to be doing a lot of work in post.
1: I got everyone keychains <laughs> to say thank you for an amazing shoot. And please keep me in mind. For future Ah. projects, like, Seiko's a little desperate.
0: Well, I don't understand why Sylvester Stallone would ever get rid of something that wonderful.
1: Yeah. And this is just weird. Sylvester Stallone has clearly entered that weird portion of things where he's just like, you know what the world needs? Is me to clean up Rocky (laughs) Four. Like, It's not not
0: like uh, the White Album. It's not like there's a new, you know, mono mix of...
1: Exactly. Oh boy! Finally, Sly's getting in there. He's gonna fix Rocky Four, <laughs> and then there's gonna be a uh, uh, Godfather Three coming out the end I, of the year.
0: I saw that. Are they removing Sofia Coppola or no?
1: I don't know what they're gonna do to it.
0: They're not cutting the robot, though.
1: They sh- yeah, they're not gonna cut <laughs> the robot from Godfather Three. That'd be the they most. It better amazing not. Thing. What if in Godfather Three, Seiko's in it? Dressed as like a mob. mob. (laughs) Should we go get Michael? I will kill him. He's like, I read for it,
0: but I ended up with a smaller role. It's fine. It's just an honor. to. I can't do the impression. I'll hurt my voice. They
1: went with (laughs) George Hamilton. It's fine.
0: I play the waiter at the Italian restaurant. (laughs) It was was down to me.
1: Yeah. It was down to me and George Hamilton. And Coppola was comfortable with him. That's fine. That's how the business
0: works.
1: (laughs) But I I got to audition for him. Auditioning for a Godfather movie (laughs) was an honor. It it is a marathon, not a sprint.
0: Poor Seiko.
1: Yeah. The out of work actor Seiko. Let me tell you about today's specials. We have an almond braised. Sea bass <laughs> <laughs> with shallots.
0: What's your favorite? Well, I'm deciding between the sea bass and the roast chicken. What's what do you like?
1: Personally, I cannot <laughs> consume food. I would recommend motor oil. <laughs> All right. Well, which one is ordered more? <laughs> My statistics show that the sea bass has been ordered sixty-seven times. Okay, you don't need to last. give me the
0: number. You don't need to give me the number. It's more popular.
1: Just get the chicken. Why? The sea bass is not fresh. <laughs> and then the manager <laughs> comes up. Like, hey, man, what did I take?
3: See- what did you? Say?
1: He starts, Can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> What is it, boss?
0: Well, you're not supposed to. I know that. Are you like not programmed to be able to lie?
1: I know I was late today. No, that's not why I'm I talking had an to audition you. On the other, oh end of boy, Sika!
0: I swear to God, if you don't prioritize this job, you're not going to be able to.
1: This job is a priority. I had an audition on the Sony lot.
0: What was it for?
1: It was for the new. Fast and Furious spinoff franchise. Okay, I didn't have an audition. (laughs) I overslept.
0: Well, stop telling people that the sea bass isn't fresh. Sorry, boss. That's what I like to hear. Now go sell some sea bass.
1: Yes. The sea bass is quite fresh.
0: (laughs) You don't need to lean into it like that. It's the
1: most fresh. no
0: no you're overcompensating my boss
1: told me to say it no
0: don't say that i'm
1: doing what you told me
0: i don't mean to you know what this is what you get when you hire a robot
1: well seco you had a good run
0: happy trails happy trails my friend
1: best of luck to you in the future seco
0: future seco out
1: anything else brett
2: yeah, well uh I know we've been doing this for a while, but I got one more for you here. Uh, okay. I've been sitting yeah, I've been waiting on this one for a couple weeks uh, for the right time. And since we've been talking about sound effects uh this uh, episode, I think I think now's the time. So this is a clip that was sent to us uh oh, by no, listener listener John. You do?
1: I think I know what this
2: is. I'll be very surprised if you know what this is. This is this is this, is, this was a deep cut for me, but this is Is a, it historical? No, no, it's not. No, I no. thought
1: it was gonna be the mummy that went, uh Oh, From did you what? hear about that! Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, whoa, oh whoa. that
0: like oh,
1: we were able to recreate his voice, and they're like, "This is what like- he would have sounded like."
0: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> we like we did a mold of his larynx. <laughs> yeah. Uh- <laughs> Wait, will you play that really yes, quick? Yes, absolutely, Cause, Cause, cause- absolutely. Yeah, that- so basically, these was- scientists found <laughs> found this Killington. Of a mummy, yeah. and they were like, "Wait, we've got time, and apparently like some a, grant like money." Pharaoh,
1: he's like a pharaoh, right? He's like, it was like, like they pulled him out of a pyramid or something.
0: And they said, "Oh my God, it would be so cool to find out what his voice was." Like. <laughs> yes. Just picture the mighty voice of a pharaoh, imagine intoning upon this, his.
1: Yeah, what does his voice sound like? Could you imagine? What this mummy's voice would have sounded like? Researchers in England let us hear what a real mummy sounds like.
3: <laughs> That's the voice of Nessie Amun, an Egyptian priest who lived 3,000 years ago.
1: It's like, it's like. It's like he's at like a bake. It's like he's like at a bakery case, like like trying to decide what he wants. But he's like maybe not even like hungry for any kind of pastries or anything. It's like, you should we get those little cookies? Eh, I don't know. Almighty eh. Pharaoh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mighty
0: Pharaoh, we have toiled all day and all night. Please liberate us from enslavement, oh mighty Pharaoh. What have thou to say? Uh.
1: <laughs> I thought I was so sure you were going to play this, Brett. Oh my God. Uh. Oh God, I'm so funny. Oh! Uh. <laughs>
0: I know they're not lying
1: i I had a meeting with the the priest the high priest and I asked him and uh, for, for 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 the crops to be bountiful this year and you know <laughs> what he said to me in response uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's also like that's his voice, or that's just what he would sound like if he was saying, eh? Like, what would he sound like if he was saying, hello, nice, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, it's just one sound they figured out he could make. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't believe we did it, and now I know what a mighty pharaoh of the past would sound. He would say something like this.
1: Eh. <laughs> I wonder what it would be like if, uh... Anybody ever wonder what it would be like if the uh, Egyptian high priest was in uh, A Few Good Men uh, instead of Jack Nicholson? I think it might go a little something like this. (laughs) Uh. (laughs)
0: He's gonna need another billion dollars to come up with another sound that he could have made.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like the the budget gets submitted for the next round of something. Like it Guys, better like, not
0: just be another like single sound.
1: Well, um, <laughs> we have the one sound already. We already I know, but you one... already
0: made the mold, right? You already like recreated his larynx and everything. And his...
1: we were thinking oh. that if we like, what if? You- we, like, moved his larynx. What if he was, like...
0: But you already made the model, right?
1: We were thinking, what if he tried to do, like, a funny voice? Like, what would that <laughs> sound like if the the the, pre- the high priest was doing a funny voice? We would, like, $3 billion <laughs> to yeah. work on doing his larynx from a different angle.
0: And then I'm the person deciding who gets grants, and I go, eh,
1: no! Come on.
0: And go fuck yourself. Uh. <laughs> okay. So Brett, what did the person send us?
2: This is a uh, clip from a uh, Mike Huckabee's variety show. Um, so, oh my God. Uh, so yeah. former presidential candidate, right wing uh, pundit, Mike Huckabee has a, uh, a full on like um, uh, Johnny Carson style talk show variety show on uh, the network TBN, which is a international Christian-based broadcast television network.
0: This is current?
2: Uh, Yeah, this is currently happening. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, So Mike Huckabee has a variety show on on the TBN network, and he had on uh, a vocal sound effects expert, Joe Saba. Uh, So this is... You
0: got Joe Saba? This is... Wait, hold on. You're burying the lead here, Brett. You're telling me... That he booked Joe Saba? Because we've been trying to book Joe Saba. Yeah. Sabba, da Daba.
3: one mile out. Six hundred lots, five hundred feet. <laughs> Roger, I got you inside. <laughs> As you can hear, I oh, like to show- do sound Hold effects.
1: on, Can you just hit pause for one second? Uh... Oh my god. Let's just set the let's just set the image here. Oh my God. He, huge auto, huge theater. Much bigger than I thought it was gonna be.
0: Like an America's Got Talent style theater.
1: Yeah. Mike Huckabee is skulking off in the darkness at a desk, like as if like a little like he literally is just a talk show host watching the the act perform now.
0: Like the way you'd see Letterman in the distance when you'd see a stand up.
1: Yeah laughing hysterically, like you see the biggest (laughs) smile on mike huckabee's face and this guy there looks like uh kind of looks like the guy who owns ufc
0: oh i thought you were gonna say hank from breaking bad
1: or hank from breaking bad or any of those like tough tough like uh, head shaven dudes like they're bald i shave my head i'm (laughs) tough I lose my hair. I shave my hair. <laughs> I got rid that of my hair. makes me tougher. I'm tougher than anyone with hair. <sighs> you think you're tough with your hair? I shave my hair off. That's how tough I am. It was a choice. It was a choice. I'm tough.
3: As you can hear, I like to do sound effects. <laughs> uh, I was born with the ability to memorize a sound and duplicate it with my mouth. For example, a gunshot with a Ricochet. <laughs> so no one's laughing well as time would have it
2: i grew up i joined the military i flew as a
3: navigator co-pilot in helicopters in germany (laughs) And when I was living over at the there, at he was literally never, going
0: dubba, dubba,
1: dubba, dubba, dubba. We can we can literally do what this guy is, but all he's doing is jamming the mic down his throat, and it makes it sound impressive because it's just it's just over modulating. Because I mean, look, I was not in the the uh, armed forces like this guy was, but I can say I have a car. <laughs>
0: I I hey, it's raining outside.
1: <laughs> Wait, that's not how rain <laughs> That's he's he's doing what like an eight year old does. Like this is not okay. Unless he's going to turn it's, some corner also like and It's like not comedy.
0: You know, people aren't laughing. There's just that one. Paula Dean looking woman who's just clapping. Like they're acknowledging that he's doing something.
1: That's his band. I guess I guess his band consists of looked like Paula Dean was back there. And then yeah. and maybe and it was that Bert Kreischer? Cap. I think it, it was, was Bert Burt Kreischer. Frisch.
0: Yeah. It was all so. the Burt... it was the Bert Firsthners.
1: And the and the Mike Huckabee all-star band featuring Paula Dean and Bert Kreischer. Cause because <laughs> Huck does Huckabee play bass? You bet. You know he band? did. You
0: asked that knowing the answer.
1: Boom, 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 boom. Do you think Mike Huckabee can play the Seinfeld theme on no. bass? No. You don't think he can?
0: I don't think he can.
1: Boom, 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 boom,
0: boom.
3: got used to the four-cylinder cars. You know. You... <laughs> <laughs> I thought to myself, boy, I sure could use a V8. So, Whoa. so I ordered a V8 Trans Am from America and I had it shipped over to Bremerhaven, Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, in the military over in Germany, you get in all kinds of trouble if you get a ticket. So there just happened to be this rusty old diesel truck on the side of the road, (coughs) climbed up into the diesel cab, and guess what? The keys were in it.
0: (coughs) This is a bad story. I think he needs help with his storytelling.
3: Now, I ran around to the trailer. There just happened to be a dozen horses in the trailer. So I ran oh, through the trailer nice. and found a horse that had the keys second, in it.
1: There's no way he does a horse sound effect. There's no way. I will bet also, everything horse I has own. the
0: the keys in it?
1: There's no way he does a horse. You don't believe it? I'll bet. I don't think he's Brett, I will bet you the... $1 million right now. Do you take the bet?
2: I-, I will definitely take that bet, having seen this oh, clip. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's no way. Wait, I think he does a horse. I don't know. I'll bet it all.
3: Coming up on a wooden bridge. Small airport up ahead, but I'm going to have to jump a creek to get there. a little airplane single engine
0: i had to
1: uh all right first of all i guess i owe you a million dollars no he did the, the
0: clopping he did the clopping
1: it was close i i find i'll just i'll settle out with brett for like two hundred eighty thousand dollars off okay. the million yeah we'll talk okay so this guy just makes up stories that didn't happen that are not interesting they're either not, they're
0: not stories It's just
1: going from it's like it's like literally a Richard Scarry book. The (laughs) idea of just like, and then there's a fire truck, and then there's a cement mixer, and then like when you're a kid, like staring at those books, and you're just like a little worm with a little uh, little uh, hat on. Yeah. That worm had that little jaunty German hat on (laughs) his head,
0: right? You know that he was a Nazi hiding out.
1: That worm was was like a was he just like a like a scientist like a nazi scientist?
0: No, he was living in Brazil.
1: Oh, okay. So he was like literally on on the run.
0: Yeah. Um I yeah, but you're right. It's entertainment for like little boys that want to hear like cement mixers and they just want to yeah. hear sounds that are loud. Yeah.
1: And this is he was, what, a senator? This guy, governor. He was a governor. Huckabee? This governor of a, of one of, there's only 50 states, and this guy was the governor <laughs> of one of them, and he thinks this is pure entertainment.
0: Um, I want to add that the title is The One-of-A-Kind Talent, which a vocal could SFX expert. Could
1: not be less true, because it's just like... All he's doing is deciding to just maybe fine tune something all of us can do, which is just like.
0: I also want to make it clear that if he is listening, usually we have an extension to anyone who you know we talk about on the show, except for Mead Skelton to come on, and yeah, he might be thinking like, oh, I'll I'll do like a sound effects off, and you're not invited, you're not welcome. I don't want to subject anybody to having to hear that.
1: No. Well, here, I'll give you an idea what it would be like. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me on the show, Julie. Mm-hmm. That'd be cold as ice. So you want me to tell you about I guess. My motorcycle? Vroom, vroom. <laughs> 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 <sighs> and then I then I drove a a truck down the street. <laughs> Wait, this is it? So this is it, huh? Like, you picture him, like, doing yeah. the act for somebody, like... So wh- do you have other parts of the thing you want to show us that you do? What? I mean, you want to hear a helicopter? No. Oh, okay. I mean, like, an <laughs> elevator? Okay, I could do an elevator. Pretty good. All right,
0: do, all right. do an elevator.
1: And, uh, and then I press a button, it goes... Like that...
0: <laughs> okay, <coughs> going up.
1: Doors open. I walk down the hall.
0: <coughs> Don't you hear a ding? Ding. There we go. Just make the check out to cash.
1: <laughs> so he's paying to be on the show. <laughs> what if we just ch- what if we wrote to Joe Saba mm-hmm. and Sa- offered Sa- him Sa-ba a slot on do. the show? Uh huh. And wanted to charge him to be on the show what kind of response like if we said joe we're huge fans we would love if you'd come on the show and do your stuff
0: i bet he'd be i bet he'd be up for it, it
1: but then we costs thirteen hundred dollars <gasps> to appear on the show like if we just see what he says to that yeah like if we book him on the show and then at the last second we tell him it costs money to come on the show oh my god do you think he'd pay it
0: absolutely don't do it, because then we're going to have to use the audio. And I told you, I don't want to subject the listeners to that. There's one of them podcasts. You know what one of them podcasts is? You know what a podcast is?
1: Yeah, I do. I mean, uh, I know. Of course, I know what a podcast I get in my car. I listen to them in my car a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> this is
0: fresh air. He does Terry Gross. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Joe Saba.
2: Saba Daba Don't.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Is there any more of this we need well, to hear? Uh, seven minutes
2: long. Yeah, no, we are at the three-minute mark of a seven-minute video, and I can confirm that oh it is God. just cars and planes for the rest of the the uh, <laughs> <for> the rest <laughs> of the four minutes. So uh, I think we've basically got the idea here. How was yeah. this guy not at the
1: RNC thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, because on November available. 3rd, when you got to vote for president, you got to get in your car and drive down to the oh polling place. Oh, my God. Maybe there's an ambulance behind you Then you walk into the polling place Then you open the door (laughs) So, and like yeah, He's just like clogging up the stream For the RNC and they're just like Is this all this guy does? Sound effects? And Mike Huckabee's Mike Huckabee's like, I'm telling you it was funny or when he was on my ah, show it was you so funny. Like, it's that embarrassing thing when something's like less funny oh my God. when other people are watching. The worst Huckabee is like, I'm telling you it was so funny the thing. I, maybe I was in a good mood that night. I don't know. I'm sorry, guys.
0: And he comes in hot, like laughing, and they realize no one else is laughing. So then he gets <laughs> like, eh, I guess it's not so funny. Um, all right. So that was uh awful. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was uh, that. one totally sucked. Oh, you know what Send I say to you? Ask me to review that clip.
0: Okay, Tom. Yeah, please review that clip. Eh. <laughs> By the way, as far as him not performing at the RNC, maybe he is not a fan of our great president for having called veterans a bunch of suckers, losers, and yeah, dorkuses.
1: Did you see Sully tweeted? I did. I saw Sully went off. Sully's had a nully. Well, the thing is, Sully was like, he was on his way. Uh, he was flying somewhere. So he was walking across the tarmac. Oh, no. <laughs> then he got up the, step, up the steps and he turns the plane on. And he doesn't know what a plane sounds like. He goes, vroom, 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 vroom. And then he's taking the plane through there.
0: You think, and then a bird flies by. Kaka.
1: <laughs> Look, if this was a herald, I would say that uh, it was a cardinal.
0: Yeah, but it's but not, it's and not, you won't.
1: So I won't.
0: And you won't run in front of me to edit either.
1: No, and I'm saying this. I could I didn't take one second of improv training. You put you me. You could in do a herald right now. The, I could do a herald, and I oh! would dominate. A what herald. if we
0: do? What if a future show, you and I do a herald?
1: Yeah, let's do a herald. Okay. Because I'm gonna say this. And don't take offense. I know everyone's gonna take offenses. Improv seems like the easiest thing on the planet. <laughs> I don't think I could do that? Go just tell me three tell me what the basic rules are. Okay. Hey, tell me that is where what? Oh, uh, you go, you want to change a scene, you run in front of somebody. Brett, you write yes this and down. it.
0: We're doing a herald.
1: You, you yes and it. Yeah, you don't you don't cut the other person off. You run in front when you want to change a scene and you tie the beginning to the end. Great, let's do it. Get
2: there's ready a, for me to show you how to do it at the highest level. Send in your prompt words to double thrip. Yeah, send in your g-mail. suggestion. Com. Just a
0: one word suggestion.
1: Hashtag um, improv is easy.
0: Hashtag improv is easy. And there's also a group game, don't forget, which we can include bread in, I think.
1: One and of those that? like,
0: all right, Dip, everybody bap, gather bap. around. I've got something to say about the way this office is running.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. And. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Steve, you have to quit taking shits in the break
1: room. Absolutely. I'll stop doing that. And should I also stop saying yes, and should I, should I also stop eating the urinal cakes? And then Brett, you
0: raise your hand. He goes. I have a question.
2: I have a question.
0: Yes. What is it, Lucy?
2: Um, I oh, is... he can't do improv. He's bad. At it. <laughs> Brett's bad at this.
0: <laughs> improv is easy. Hashtag, except for Brett. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Elvis would have liked improv? Do you think he would have liked because we were talking about how Elvis Presley really liked Monty Python and would like quote Python, which is so funny.
1: Oh yeah. You don't think Elvis would have been at the UCB theater? Do you think he would have liked time? Ask Cat? Yeah, he would have been like. Uh,
0: when can I do monologues?
1: Yeah, I want to go and do a monologue and uh, do a herald. Get up there. I. It'd uh, <laughs> be like. It's like uh, I heard
0: cantaloupe.
1: <laughs> First word, last word. Uh, he would do the monologue and improvise. <laughs> that also. would be
0: heaven. Elvis does the herald.
1: Elvis would just be like. Yeah, I'm I'm C three PO from Star Wars, man, and I'm walking through like, right, Elvis doing C three PO in an a Harold of
0: his, and then he plays the other guy and he's bad at improv. So he's like, No, you're not. You're a fisherman.
1: I wonder if El- Elvis died in '77. Star Wars came out in '77. Oh, you Did think Elvis he's in Star see Wars? Star Wars? Oh,
0: I thought you were gonna say was he reincarnated. No. I
1: don't know. Did, did Elvis see Star if only Wars? Only
0: there were people that were experts in either one of those topics.
1: I know. <laughs> if only we had, if only there was a, an army of people who knew everything about all of those two subjects. Well, here's a question for the audience then. Did Elvis see Star Wars?
0: Did Elvis see Star Wars? And also, what was Elvis's favorite Monty Python bit?
1: I would say Elvis's favorite Monty Python bit is the one, it's a short one when, um, it's John Cleese as a, as a constable, and um, Michael Palin comes up to him, and he's just like, officer, I, uh, I took my jacket off, and I set it on a park bench, and I came back, and my wallet was missing. And, and then John Cleese goes, uh, did you see anybody uh, around at any point? he's like, no, no, I didn't, but it, it just happened. I looked away for a minute. My wallet was gone. He goes, well, sir, I'm sorry. There's not a whole lot we can do about that. And it's like they pause for like about ten mm-hmm. seconds, and then Michael Pound just goes, "Do you want to come back to my place?" And he goes, "Yeah, all right, yeah, all right." <laughs> like that would be Elvis's favorite.
0: I think it would be broader. I, I feel like it's only a flesh wound would be his. Okay. His sweet spot.
1: I picture him being like albatross, albatross, <laughs> right? Like him thinking albatross would be the funniest thing. This is an ex parrot. Yeah. Oh, my God. He would have loved. He probably loved the dead parrot sketch. The
0: cheese shop sketch I think he'd like. I think he liked Nudge Nudge. Yeah. I don't think he liked Argument Clinic. I'll tell you that. I think it probably stressed him out. It probably reminded him of the Colonel Sanders. Yeah. When he wanted a seven piece and they only had (laughs) six piece. Well, then give me two. Okay. That was easy. Why are you so mad? I don't know.
1: Elvis. I say I say the one he likes the one I said or albatross.
0: Lumberjack? Yes. He
1: might have liked the He probably liked the Lumberjack song, Ministry of Silly Walks, he'd be into. Uh-huh. <laughs> like he would like be trying to tell like Red and Sunny.
0: Like, oh, I saw the all funniest.
1: About. Man, guys. I'm telling you, I saw the funniest thing. It was a a talk show. And it was a guy on it was on called Arthur Jackson and in the <laughs> The guy doing the interview was like his name's Arthur Shed Jackson.
0: And Colonel's like put an extra pill in his sandwich tonight. I can't handle this. He's going to start he's going to start <laughs> quoting. He's
1: going to start <laughs>
0: quoting Life of Brian.
1: Yeah. He's going to call me up. I know I'm just going to be stuck listening yeah. all night.
0: He's going to be doing biggest dickus. <laughs> Brett. Yes. Who do you, who of us do you like more? <laughs> <laughs> and why?
2: <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's hard to compare your two favorite people oh. in the world. So it's oh, you know, all so. Okay, Is Goody. your cat okay? She's doing all right. Yeah, she seems to have recovered and be back to her her normal routine. Okay. She's drawing
0: pictures of like the bag on fire and like yeah. what she's gonna do to the bag. And
2: mm-hmm. I was gonna say we should review the listener to do list before we get out of here because we've had, we've yeah, we put a lot, sure. of, uh, a lot of a lot of asks out okay. there. So uh, yeah, let's do it. Uh, so, listeners, here's your to-do list for the week, uh, the weeks ahead. Uh, we're looking for a realistic script of Tom and Julie and Brett seeing Tenant in theaters, uh, <laughs> which we will subsequently add Three Stooges-esque uh, sound effects to.
0: And just keep it real. Keep it real. Yes. Remember it's emotional violence. And remember to let the scene play out. I mean, just the same way that we would teach you in our Harold. By the way, we are going to start teaching improv. Yeah. Um, just, like, keep the scene real. And the jokes will, the things that are funny about it will emerge.
2: We're also looking for uh, one word suggestions uh, for a for a herald uh, that Tom and Julie will do. Uh, and then last but not least, we're looking for a, a definitive answer to the question. Did Elvis see Star Wars?
0: We also want to know what you think Elvis's favorite Monty Python bit is.
2: Yes. And least favorite.
0: Well, least favorite. I'm going to say argument clinic.
1: Well, let's I feel it like it listeners. would stress
0: him out. You th- like oh, you know what I bet he loved is those godforsaken Terry Gilliam interstitials, interstitials where they're like, go, 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 go.
1: Oh, my yeah. tits. oh, yeah, the sound
0: of my nightmares. Yeah,
1: It's always like, like it was like something popping, like a head coming off of the thing. And then, then like somebody pull, pops out of the top of the statue.
0: <sighs> yeah. It's either, like, violence or body horror.
1: You know who Terry Gilliam needed was uh, he needed a, a Saba uh, uh, in his life.
0: A Jabba, Joe Saba?
1: He needed a Saba in his life.
0: He'd be like, what if instead of the lady's, like, arms fall off, like, a truck comes and hits her with it?
1: Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Like, your picture of Joe Saba being like. Yeah, when you get those old pictures of the things, go get some trucks. Yeah. Don't we'll do those. Drive them around.
0: Damn it. Damn it, Ter.
1: And then Terry Gilliam's like, a lot of the time I thought, <laughs> you have to realize, when I worked on Monty Python.
0: Oh my God, that's so good. That's such a good Terry Gilliam.
1: You have to realize that. <laughs> When I was working on barrel, Pi- but he'd say
0: Python. He'd say Python. Don't when you think? I was
1: working on Python, I had gone to England.
0: He's one of those people that like can get away with saying things like lift. Because he's... I was
1: <laughs> I'm working with a guy named Joe Saba now. <laughs> <laughs> when I was working on Python He does
0: all the he, yeah, he does all the post. He's gonna be in post. We're gonna remix Brazil.
1: He had that, that he has that voice it cuts through me that Terry Gilliam it's, voice.
0: It's in, it's intense. It's a strong flavor. Imagine like having like mustard in everything. Like, "Oh, I like kind of like mustard." You're like, "Really? How about on a hot fudge sundae?" Like, "Oh, no. Who let the mustard yeah. in?"
1: Would you like if I put some mustard on it?
0: So that's the up. to-do list and as always send us stuff to talk about on future episodes to at gmail.com.
1: and rate us and tweet about us and subscribe us subscribe us to and
0: a fa- to your favorite magazines
1: Absolutely to popular mechanics and highlights and keep listening and we got some exciting shows coming down the pike some guests Are going to make you gasp. Yeah. So keep listening. Keep rocking.
0: Keep on rocking. See you
1: later. Bye. Forever.
2: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey.